Welcome. You've turned into Rockstar Millennial Spotlight, featuring Katherine Spitznagel, professional coach, speaker, and author of the book, Rockstar Millennials, Developing the Next Generation of Leaders. On this show, we'll feature millennials who represent this high-energy, creative, and entrepreneurial generation, and spotlight Rockstar Millennials who are living their purpose, helping others, and making a difference right where they are. Please join me in welcoming our host, Katherine Spitznagel. This is Katherine Spitznagel with Rockstar Millennial Podcast, your host today, and I am happy to welcome Holly Mozak. Holly, welcome. So glad to have you here today. Yes, thank you so much for having me. So tell us a little bit about you, Holly, and what you do. Tell us who you are and and what you do, because you have a remarkable story. Oh, well, thank you very much. Um, (laughs) Like you said, it's Holly Mozak, and um, I have started a uh, fitness apparel line for women that struggle with incontinence. So it's called Box for Fitness Apparel. And um, I didn't realize this many years ago, but one in three women actually struggle with incontinence when they're exercising or sneezing or laughing, anything like that. And unfortunately, I know this so well because it happens to me. So um, I decided to look into, you know, what other options are out there for me. And I didn't find a good solution, so I decided to start my own brand. And it's Moxie. So spell that for us. M-O-X-I-E. Yes. Love that. And so what was the um, what was the genesis of that name? So I really like what Moxie stands for, just that kind of, you know, powerful woman who doesn't really care what people think. And... I realized that as I'm out there spreading the word about incontinence, that it is something that I just have to embrace. And I remember giving a presentation and having my dad, who is now in his 80s, having him in the audience and wondering, what is he thinking about his daughter, (laughs) who is now just saying, okay, here I am, world. This is what I do. So I just feel like, you know, we have to be bold as women, and we have to embrace all of the good and all of the bad of being a woman. And this is one of those things that I just felt like, okay, I'm going to embrace this, and it's a very common thing that happens, and yes. so there's no reason to, you know, be embarrassed by it, and let's get the conversation going and help other women. Good on you. And, you know, Holly, I think that's something women do very well is they just sort of fess it and fix it. They put it out there, and they find that a lot of other women um, who have either gone through menopause or they've had babies or some combination of both or had surgeries, um, I mean, and it can hit all different age groups. And I think that's another thing that that you found is that an awful lot of women mm -hmm, in different age groups are affected by this. You know, I just actually, it's funny that you said that because I had a woman that just bought a pair and I was confirming size and everything with her. She said it's actually for her daughter. So her daughter is um, a competitive trampolinist. Mm. And so it happens all the time. So definitely, you're absolutely right. It doesn't matter if you've had children. It doesn't matter if you've gone through menopause. You know, girls are struggling with this. And, you know, as a younger girl, especially, 
you don't think this is happening to anyone else. And, you know, it prevents girls from, you know, doing all that they can do. One of um, one of my son's cross-country coaches asked me in private, could you please give me a pair? One of my runners has this issue. And so it's been awesome to be able to help women of all ages work through this. Right. And good on you. Uh, for taking the leadership there and and for standing up and saying, yep, this happens, so let's fix it. And um, and when you told me, you know, when the first time we met and you told me the name was Moxie, I thought, oh, that is just perfect. <laughs> and, and you know what? Women relate to that. And they say, yep, let's let's go forward. And um, And part of your driver, too, as we've talked about, is that you and your uh, husband own a CrossFit gym, and you saw you saw it firsthand there. So tell us about that. Yeah, I mean, for me, the the, the moment that stood out the most was um, I had started CrossFit. I had never done it before, and in CrossFit, there's there's a lot of movements, such as you know Olympic lifting, where you're squatting, um, a lot of movements that are jumping. And um, I have struggled with some stress incontinence, you know, throughout the years, but nothing that wasn't really manageable. And I was um, participating in a competition, and my husband and son were cheering me on. And all of a sudden, I did a movement, and I looked down, and I had leaps on the floor. And I was so embarrassed, and my son had his mouth, just his jaw was just wide open, wondering, what is that? What just happened? My husband immediately knew because mm-hmm. he, he knew the CrossFit community. And he was he was just hollering, just go, go, go. Who cares? Keep going. Right. But I was so frustrated at that point and just dropped the barbell and I was done. I was embarrassed. I was done. And so I started, you know, t- that was early on. Yeah. in my CrossFit career. So when I started talking to other women and having a gym and seeing it happen to other women or seeing women constantly running into the bathroom and that look on their face of, oh my God, oh my God. You know, I just, I started to realize, wow, this is super, super common. Yes. Um, and I would ask, started asking them, hey, what do you do? What do you do for this? And there are definitely, there's, you know, there's surgeries you can get there public floor therapy, which I've done. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, a lot of women, they, they don't want to um, have anything intrusive at that point. They right. they don't want to, to seek medical attention. They just want a quick, something just to help them while they're exercising. Right. And even that, there wasn't a good product out there. You know, we're we don't want to wear bulky, you know, yeah. undergarments or thick pads. We don't want to do that when we're wearing leggings. And so that was just the encouragement I needed to think, okay, I can figure out a solution. Surely there's something I can create. Yeah. And the great thing is all the women have been so incredibly supportive. And the next, they're all supportive of it too. Yeah. So take us down that path. That has been a journey for you of figuring yeah, out. Yeah. Journey. Um, I have no apparel background. Um, I was actually at a conference in North Carolina for um, my my corporate position that I hold, 
And I was talking to a woman there that was in the fashion industry. And I told her that I have this idea, but I don't know what to do. And she immediately said, contact NC State. They have one of the best textile programs in the country. And so I was able to link up with a, you know, a senior class that needed a project. And so I pitched this idea to them and they were able to help me with the beginnings. And then it's just really neat, Catherine, how you meet someone who knows someone else, yep. who knows someone else. Yep. And that's how I now, I'm now in the textile community, something I never, ever thought I would be in. And tell us, NCC was, was that a community college? NC State, North Carolina Oh, State NC University. State, got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Great. Mm-hmm. So you hooked up with them. And yeah, a class project, and here you go. What a great resource. Yeah, you too. know, I mean, it, it, it was just great to have them validate. And these were, you know, these were seniors. So to have them validate that, yeah, this is doable, and yeah, this makes sense, um, was just that little bit that I needed to say, okay, now make this, so I know I can do this. Good on you for seeing the need, and then you know, reaching out to other smart people. We often talk about that too. The smartest people I know reach out to the smartest people they know and ask for help. And I think women do that very well. Mm -hmm. And that's that we see it as a sign of strength because we know within our circle, we're going to, we're going to find an answer. And, and you're, you know, a great example of that. And then you also went through, you know, Catherine, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say you went through some struggles. It's amazing, too. More women, we just talk. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's it's amazing how willing people are to help, Mm -hmm. too. People want to be a part of the solution, and they they want to be involved. They want to think, wow, this could be something great. Go for it, and any way I can help you, I'll, I'll do it. So that's what I've been really inspired by as well, that there really haven't been many naysayers. Um, And even, you know, when I have to talk to men, um, you know, at first I was kind of nervous to do that. But even they, they get it. They understand. They they may not be able to relate personally, but but actually a lot of the men are asking me, when are you going to have something for men? So it's been... It's been interesting to see men be vulnerable and admit that they too have problems and that they would love some shorts that they could wear underneath whatever, you know, whatever their running shorts are. So that's been, that's been a a pretty, a pretty neat thing that I, I wasn't expecting to happen. You've had some surprises along the way and that's, yeah, that's been one of them, which is incredible. And so you see really what the market is and there's, it's a lot bigger than you thought. Absolutely. Yeah. So tell us, you talked about your corporate life and you got a CrossFit gym and you are the founder and, and you know, entrepreneur here um, with Moxie and you have children. So how do you blend all that? That is a daily challenge. Um, I think one, I mean, with, with my kids especially, one, I try to get them involved which my my younger boys are a little bit like, mom, seriously. So my oldest, he (laughs) he has really helped. So I try to get them involved. 
um, I give myself a lot of grace. You know, I've, I've admitted that, you know, I may not be the best mom out there, but I'm the best mom for my kids. And I really have taken a hard look at what am I getting them involved with? Um, am I, you know, getting them over involved just because I feel like, oh, they need to have an activity every day? And so I stopped doing that and just allow them to focus on what they really enjoy. Um, the other thing that I realized was that all of my time is either at work at CrossFit, which thank goodness I love CrossFit. So that's been wonderful with my family or with Moxie. And so recently I started playing tennis again, which I played tennis in high school. And so I'm like, this is, this is so nice to just do one thing just for myself that, you know, isn't, there's no stress. I, I'm not having to meet deadlines. I'm not having to work with vendors. I'm just having fun. So I think that's really important that, you know, as entrepreneurs, we don't get so wrapped up in, you know, the, all the work that it takes that we forget to have a little bit of fun too. Right. And we've talked about that, that, you know, those things that revitalize you, that keep you buoyed um, because you have such a busy life and you have so many people depending on you and that playing tennis, one of the most important things you can do. So good on you for that. So tell us, and I think you, we've kind of talked all around it today. Um, how are you living your purpose? So, Catherine, when I graduated college, I went into the Army. I was an ROTC in, in college and then joined the Army. So I served for eight years, and I really, when I got out, really, really struggled with that question of how am I living my purpose? Because when I was in the Army, I just felt like this is my purpose. This is, you know, a sense of duty and a sense of country and all of these great, wonderful things. And now what am I doing? So really starting the gym gave me a new purpose where it's not just helping people physically get better, but I have seen the emotional changes um, in women that, were so self-conscious or had so much self-doubt and I could never do this. And watching them just transform, and and I'm not even talking about physically, watching them mentally transform has been incredible because I've been able to see them become these strong women in everything that they do. Um, take charge of any of the emotional issues that they're having. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, so I feel like that has given me a new sense of purpose. And so with my apparel line, what I've realized is that exercising is so important for women. Right. And when something happens like incontinence that causes them to stop because they're so embarrassed, they're giving up a part of their life that has so many positive things. And so I feel like, okay, 
not only are we giving them a, a, a safe space to be themselves, but now I'm helping women all over the world keep doing what they want to do. And so that really gives me a great sense of purpose. And you see how important it is physically and emotionally. And as you've seen these women transform, um, what a difference you're making in their lives. Do you see that? Yeah. So tell us. Yeah, um, I do. I, I joke with my husband a lot that I feel like our, our women is a ministry of mm-hmm. sorts. It is. Because people come in and, and I, and I am so proud of people that, that come into a gym all by themselves because I know the, the courage that takes to yes. just walk into a gym mm-hmm. and not know what you're doing and just try. Mm-hmm. And so, um, it, it's really been, it's really been just amazing to be a part of it. Yes. And you've, you've just impacted so many people's lives and you're seeing that and it keeps growing. And I love that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Tons, what's next, Holly? Uh, so, you know, I think we're, and I think every entrepreneur faces these struggles of things that really, um, come up and you and and you just don't know what to do or how what's what's the next step and for me that was last year with production uh, my manufacturers uh, fell through multiple times and yeah. so you know I had my hopes up that I found another one and then that didn't work out and this this is months and months of work and you know you get you get very impatient and I I start worrying, you know, am, am, I, lo- am I losing out? Um, but I feel like I have finally found a great manufacturer. We're in a production run right now. So what's next for me is to really uh, just multiply my inventory and start marketing like crazy. So I'm excited. I'm really excited because I feel like I've had to kind of take, you know, almost a year of just laying low yeah. um, and not getting the word out. And now that I'll actually have inventory, um, I can really start telling my story and, and making that impact that I want to make. Right. And I think that's one of the first uh, meetings you and I had. And I love that you said, let's go meet at a, a walking trail and we'll have a walking meeting. And I love, I thought, oh, we're going to get along fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's one of the things we talked about is, you know, um, as an entrepreneur, you wanted to begin marketing and getting your story out. But still had all the manufacturing issues and particularly during COVID uh, when a lot of people were. So I'm just so thrilled now that, you know, that's in line and now you can really start getting your story out and there's, oh my gosh, there's no stopping you, Holly. <laughs> so I hope you <laughs> well, see Catherine, that. Well, thank you so much for that advice that you gave me back then because you're the one that told me when I, I remember asking you, you know, should I, should I keep marketing? And you're the one that said, no, like you know, the last thing you want is to build this big audience and then not have not have inventory for them to buy. You, you, know, you get one shot. So I really took that to heart when you told me that. Yeah, probably wasn't what you wanted to hear that day, but you know, again, no, but it was the truth. That's what women do, and we're very honest with each other, and um, and that's a part of of the growth. So so proud of you because you you could have given up right then and said, you know what. What I want to do is market, and I can't figure out this mar- this manufacturing hurdle, and I think I'll just stop. And you didn't. So, so proud of you. 
Thank you. So what um, encouragement do you have, Holly, for other millennials? I think my, my encouragement would be you're not too young. You, you do have the resources available. you got to find them. It's work, but there's money out there. So don't let that stop you. Um, don't assume someone else is going to solve the problem. If you find a problem, especially, especially when it impacts you, mm-hmm. don't just assume, ah, somebody else is going to, someone else has probably figured this out or someone else is going to come up with a great idea. There's no reason why you can't solve a problem and why you can't make it happen. You just have to ask questions and just keep working until you find a solution and, you know, and make it happen. Which you did. And I think, you know, early on, you even, you did look and you, you looked out at the market and said, well, there's something similar, not quite the same. And um, again, I just applaud you for saying, you know what, it's not meeting the need. And, and there is a niche and there is one for me and I'm going after it. So kudos to you. You are a rock star millennial and I'm so grateful to have you join us today. So thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm going to use the Rockstar Millennial <laughs> as my new title. I love, oh, I love that. And thank you, listeners. Thank you for joining us uh, today. And stay tuned. Don't miss a podcast. Look for us on uh, Rockstar Millennial's YouTube channel, iTunes, and also rockstarmillennial.com. Talk soon. To share your thoughts about this episode, Subscribe to future podcasts, submit a discussion topic, or shine a light on a rock star millennial in your world. Contact Catherine Spitznagel at rockstarmillennials.com and click on Contact Us.